This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. Welcome everyone to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I am Mariah Muhammad, writer and moderator with Becker's Healthcare, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me today Marie Zimmerman, Executive Vice President and Chief Strategy Officer at UCARE. Marie, it's very nice to have you on the podcast today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. Yeah, of course. Well, too good a starter. Would you mind please introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? I sure can. So, as you said, I am uh, currently UCARE's Executive Vice President and Chief Strategy Officer. And what that means at UCARE is that I oversee a couple of different areas. One is our business development, which also includes our geographic expansion uh, into new markets, our public affairs, which is our community and lobbying arm, government programs, which is our interface with regulators, state Medicaid purchasers, uh, regulatory issues, and then our provider relations and contracting. Uh, Just a bit about my background. I've been at UCARE for a little over a year and a half. Um, I came into the role uh, into a business development uh, space, and then I was promoted into this role. And then prior to that, I was in healthcare consulting for a firm that was based out of Sacramento, California, working on Medicaid issues, working on marketplace issues with plans, providers, states, you name it. And then for uh, the lion's share of my career, I spent time in Minnesota's Medicaid program for 13 years, where I was the state Medicaid director for the last five of those 13 years. So. I could probably go back further than that, but I don't think people would be interested. (laughs) Thank you so much for giving us that background. That definitely helps. And congratulations on the promotion. Um, The first question I wanted to ask you is, what are your top priorities for the rest of the year? Yeah, we are kind of quickly approaching uh, the end of the year, right? The fourth quarter is coming up. uh, And in terms of A few priorities for my area in particular, Uh, one just continues to be the end of the public health emergency because UCARE is a longstanding Medicaid plan. It's the majority of our membership. Uh, We also have Medicare and Marketplace uh, as well. We really wanna make sure that people continue to get covered, that they don't have gaps in their coverage. And along those lines, we've done a couple of different things to ensure that we have the capacity in the community and partnering with the state to do that, one of which is we uh, partner with a very large navigator to be able to refer folks who need additional assistance, um, whether they're continuing to be eligible for Medicaid or whether or not they can be on a QHP plan. Um, And then also we gave several million dollars to providers, any anybody from federally qualified health centers to large health systems to ensure that they have the staffing and capacity. And so far, I think things have been going uh, fairly well. We know we have a bigger group of folks that will be coming up later this winter. So that's just a huge priority for us to continue to reassess the work we're doing and what else needs to be done before the end of the year to ensure that we're getting to the most people. So that's, that's one. Uh, The second is our uh, 
geographic expansion and introducing ourselves uh, into new markets and to broader communities, uh, particularly in the Midwest, but also beyond. Um, UCARE has 40 years of experience being a Medicaid plan. Uh, that's quite a long time. And then also just our experience in integrated plans for Medicare and Medicaid as well. What we're seeing in some states is that that have recently moved to managed care, especially those that are kind of near us in the Midwest. So think Iowa, um, Kansas, Nebraska, for example, their only experience with managed care has been with for-profit national plans. And we've been in a lot of community conversations for the last 18 months or so. And what we're hearing from providers is that they're really looking for more of a partnership and less of a transactional you know, type of relationship. They want that local care. They want flexibility and not a national template. And that's really where UCARE excels. We are a community-based plan, and we really like to have that community-based feel and treat providers like they are a partner and not just somebody who that we contract with. So that's been kind of fun and exciting and also a priority for us as we look to respond to Medicaid RFPs in a couple of other states. And then uh, the last one I would say is just evolving our current partnerships that we have and potentially launching some new ones. So this includes everything from a group of disability service providers to health systems and just thinking about ways that we can um, continue to work on cost, quality, health equity, reducing disparities, all of those things uh, together. So just yeah. a few things to do before the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, just a few. <laughs> well, definitely sounds like you're going to have your hands busy doing all of that. But if we could go back for a little bit, what programs and initiatives have been the most needle moving for you in the last year? Yeah, I would say um, maybe a couple, but I would maybe just highlight you know, one particular uh, area. I mean, I guess since I mentioned our geographic expansion, that one we really feel like we have moved the needle on. Uh, we feel like we have been welcomed with open arms in some of these new um, states and communities and providers have been extremely open, open and encouraging to us to apply. So we do really feel like we understand how to talk about ourselves better, what our story is, what we excel at, kind of all of those things. So we do really feel like we have made quite the difference and progress there. Um, also in terms of some of our value-based agreements and partnerships with some of our provider systems. Uh, you know, this past year and last couple of years before the pandemic, we know that folks have um, struggled financially and, you know, we really see our provider systems supporting them kind of coming around and we've seen some pretty significant um, outcomes from, from them both now in 2023, but also in 2022 both as it relates to cost and quality. And we do have some that we offer a, for example, a bonus payment for reducing uh, health disparities for a couple of specific populations that we know we're challenged with. And we've been so impressed with our provider organizations who have really moved the needle on some of those quality measures for those groups where we're seeing a big gap, for example, for people who are black, indigenous and people of color. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Well, thank you so much for those final thoughts. This has been an amazing discussion. So again, I want to thank you so much for coming on Becker's Healthcare. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Same here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. 
It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.